Hey, everybody. That is Gary Smith. Hello, hello. That is Kaz Kenny. Kapow! That's my button. You took my button away from me. I know. And I am Eddie Bramble. <laughs> this is episode 63 of the Blackwater's Edge podcast. 63. Man, man I tell you old, what, man. You know what it reminds me of? Remember the summer of 98, the home run chase for uh, McGuire and Sosa? Yes. It's like, like every, every day you turn on TV, oh, there's 62, there's 63. And we're, we're, it's, it's the summer of 98 again. That's Run what, them up. That's it. And then we had the year of Barry Bonds after that. Nobody, nobody likes him. 86. So, okay. so he hit 73. <laughs> I thought it was 86. No, 73. No, you're oh, right. No, you oh, are right. 73 because... Oh, trust me. I, I promise I know, you. I because know, back I know then, listen, facts. no. This is this true story. I had a short print numbered card of Bonds that was the number 73... Oh, that's cool. ...of, I think it was 99 that were printed. And because it was literally 93, the 73 number because of the new record, that... Short printed card at seventy three anywhere was worth double the value of the normal standard run, so that was pretty cool. So I did get a little bit extra money for a Barry Bonds card. I did do that. Cool. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, all our podcasts are home runs anyway. So. <laughs> oh, look at that! There's Gary right there. Uh, hit it! Go ahead! Hit it! I, I don't know what button it is. I'm gonna hit the wrong one. <laughs> I got, I, I've got a, a button for that. Yeah, I've got a badumch button, but I don't know which one it is. <laughs> Just hit any of them. Who knows, man? <laughs> All right, guys, start us off with this week's All fish right, report. All right, so, uh, you know, it's been hot. Fishing's been tough in some places. You know, the, we're, the, the fishing report today is brought to you by Angler Sports Center. So, look, if you're up in the Annapolis area and you need bait, you need good tackle, you need a nice rod and reel, or you just need to make some nice new friends and you need some information, Angler Sports Center is going to be there to help you out. You know, Mike, all them guys up there, Lindsay, you know, they're all there to help you. And uh, we can't say enough about them folks they up there, can job. we? You know, I mean, we've, we've, we've supported one another here since day one, and uh, we will continue to do that as much as we can. And we are just excited that they decided to headline sponsor our tournament trail. For sure. Yep. You know, so, uh, so let's talk a little about the fishing report today. So, um, some hot spots, you know, and I, 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 you know, I'm not going to give the exact spots. Miles River, okay? You can find up the river some nice shallow areas with some pads, with some grass, with some structure. You'll find some snakeheads. Um, I do know over there at the at the spillway uh, on Y Lake um, that they are uh, getting some snakeheads there too. A few crappie. Um, some guys said that they're using the live bluegill that they're catching in that spillway for bait, and that seems to be working really good for those fellows. Uh, Peach Blossom Creek, you know, there's been a good bite up in Peach Blossom Creek. You got to get a look around. I'm not going to give the exact spot. Uh, you look over in the Chester River. The Chester River is really seeing a lot of snakeheads in that body of water. In some areas, really, really more than, than they were last year. I mean, like triple, quadruple the numbers. So, you know, that's definitely a good area to look at. You know, the Denton area, you know, you got the marinas up there. You got the yacht club. You got all that around there. I mean, them fish are hanging around places like that, you know, especially if they got babies or they got something like that. They're looking for out-of-the-way areas to hide, you know, to get away from everything. Um, the Nanakoke, the Marshio, the Marshio's been great. You know, the Marshio's been really, really good for some of those folks over there, especially those guys going out at night. Um, I know that Cornflower's been uh, getting a few snakeheads over there. A couple blue cats still, but not very many. Uh, but they are definitely getting some snakeheads over there. Um, in the Nanakoke, you know, in the deeper water, they're still finding some blue cats. You know, you want to look for water, you know, 15 feet plus if you want them big ones. You know, if you're going to try to find them bigger fish, they, they require a lot more oxygen than anything else. So they're seeking out that cooler water, especially this time of the year when we have this influx of heat like we're having, you know. That'll warm this water up really, really fast. Uh, to give you an idea how fast and uh, this water warms and how hot it can get here, especially on the eastern shore, uh, I mean, some of the ditches <laughs> last week were over 100 degrees, you know, and that's simply from 
sucking up the sunlight. You know, you got that black mud, you got that black water. And I mean, brother, that is some hot, hot stuff. You know what I mean? Warm. Well, I got to be honest with you. I've been keeping a bucket and bag of Epsom salts. Everywhere I go and they got a hot ditch, I just fill it up, put my feet in there while I'm sitting in my chair, let them soak in some Epsom salt. Man, I leave there feeling really, really, really good. Kaz, what are you guys shaking your head for? I, I don't think there's there's nothing Epsom salts can do to cure your feet for you. That's for sure. <laughs> so you just set the bucket on the gas pedal and drive. That's right. That's right. Let the dogs in the back. We don't need no stinking brakes. Right. We ain't got none anyway. What are you talking about? I've been downshifting to stop for weeks. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, man. Anyway, so, uh, you know, the, 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 the eastern area up there, I mean, the head of the Tread Avon, I mean, that that's a worth a look up there, you know, look around them places. I mean, look at the heads of all these places. You know, anywhere that you see, you know, an area that's got snakeheads, you know, it's real simple to really get away from where you think they may be predominantly at, simply using your Google Maps. You know, you can get in your Google Maps, you can look at the tributaries around the area that you may be successful at, or you may be finding a number of fish, and you may find something that, you know, you move away from for a minute or two, you know, to a different area that's just the most money spot you ever found in your life. So I know some of you out there have experienced that. You know, I've always said don't be afraid to go and try somewhere new. Don't be afraid to to ask somebody, you know, if, if, if they've heard of any in the area. Because most people are like, oh, yeah, we've heard them here. So, you know, I mean, you, 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 can, you can get them. The, uh, the head of the Tread Avon, like I said, the, the head of the Y River. I mean, the head of the Magathy, the head of the Severn. I mean, the Patuxent. Uh, Swan Harbor up the bay, Bush River is just absolutely crawling with snakeheads. From what I understand, so is the gunpowder. Um, the back channel, I hear they're catching plenty of them on, uh, right on the flats. You know, on the back channel right there from Haverty Grace around the, around the corner there. Um, I mean, it's just so much. Northeast, I, you know, we were at Northeast River last weekend with the Ike Foundation, and uh, we had a couple posts this week of guys that caught them at the marina there this week, and, and they're just big. So it was good to kind of put that thing on the map, and a couple Absolutely. people are finding some up there. You know, also, that area is a real good place to put a kayak in. You know, it was a real, real great venue this weekend, and it's really easy, accessible for everybody. And there's enough room there to fish that, uh, you know, I'm pretty sure you could find a spot. You know, I think it would have to be pretty crazy if that place get crowded out, but... Never know. We see places get crowded out all the time. I mean, other than that, I mean, some white perch still in the Susquehanna, um, flatheads, a few smallmouth. Uh, the, the bite of the dam seems to kind of slowed a little bit just because they've shut the shad lift down. The shad runs over, and those fish are now doing their first initial spawn. So we believe they've backed out. They're moving up the rivers, like such as maybe uh, Deer Creek, you know, um, Octorera. Uh, don't be afraid to look at all those bank spots over there that got calm water up against the bank because you can find them downriver in lots of places. I got friends that are fishing the pools below the dam, you know, when they can get out there and they can throw some poppers and things like that. And even in the pools that, that I used to catch smallmouth in, like the graveyard and things like that, they're catching snakeheads there on top water striper fishing. So, you know, I know they're all throughout the river. They're probably, you know, ganged up in some areas more than others. Um I'm just going to throw this out there. Go above Conowingo Dam and look around the coves. Okay, I'm not going to mention specific coves. I'm just going to say you're going to be really surprised what you see at the crack of dawn basking with the carp in the, the sunlight in the morning, you know. Um, I talked to a friend of mine who, uh, you know, he does a little work up there, and he said that, uh, you know, above the dam, it's just it's crazy. They're laying all against the walls there and things like that. So, I don't know. Who knows, man? Uh, Snakeheads like everywhere, you know. Sounds like they're getting comfortable. They're basking. Yeah, yeah, they are. And then, uh, you know, Otter Creek's been on fire. Gray's Run's been on fire. I mean, all these places have been on fire, you know. 
Heat, it, you know, if it's a hot day, of course, you don't want to be out there in the middle of the day chasing snakeheads, you know, unless you got a fallen tide or unless you got a food source or something like that, you know. So you want to look now. We always said you don't got to go early. Now you want to start looking for them earlier opportunities. You know, you're going to see right. those earlier opportunities in that window of, say, 6.30 to maybe 8, 8.30. You might see a little longer than that if you got a good tide running. But then you're going to see them back again sometime after 4 o'clock, 5 o'clock, when the sun's starting to set. It's not so bright on their eyes. They have a much easier – they can see much easier without that bright light hitting them in the face. Uh, so, you know, just don't be afraid to look around. We've always said it. There's all kinds of stuff out here to catch. We've got speckled trout down here. I've got my uncle down here. Right now he's fishing. He's almost got a limit. I just talked to him. He's got him up to 23 inches. So, uh, so we know there's still some trout around here, some perch still around here, um, a few bass being caught. Yeah, man, go fishing, right? That's right. All right. Did I did I get my uh, thirty minute fishing report in? Uh, you're you're just short. You're you're we're at nine minutes, so you're, you're a minute short. You want to pull the cord and I go some more? No, no, that's okay. okay. We're, we're fine. <laughs> 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 All right. So uh, this week we got a very special guest, Kaz. Why don't you tell me who it's sponsored by? By himself. So today's podcast is sponsored by CCA. And we got our good friend here, Mr. Dave Sikorsky. And not, before, not just CCA, CCA Maryland's Great Invasive Count. CCA Maryland's Great Invasive Count. Yes, I've been plugging that all week for him, getting the word sure. out for that. And, um, you know, I first want to say this, you know, the whole Mike Iaconelli thing kind of came together via through Dave Sikorsky. Yep. And uh, it would be ridiculous for us not to say thank you to Dave directly for all the work that he did to get that in place and Absolutely. to help the Ike Foundation and to raise awareness and to provide some education for those kids this past weekend. So uh, for those of you that don't know Dave, Dave has done a lot for the industry. You know, some people love him, some people hate him. You know what I mean? But I seem to have found a gray area that I'm comfortable with. So. That's okay. Some people hate you too. <laughs> oh, I know. A lot of people hate me. We know that, right? Good God, let me burn at the stake, right? So uh, but anyway, without any further ado, Dave... Let me introduce you, Mr. Dave, and let's tell us about CCA. And let's talk about, first, right off the bat, this great invasive count that you guys are doing, the great Chesapeake invasive count. Look, let's talk about that right now, Dave. Well, hold on. I want to talk about this gray area. <laughs> <laughs> Take what I'm you can okay get and just ride with it, bro. I get it, man. I'll roll with the best of them, but no. the gray area, cows. we're going to have to talk about that. So, down, so, uh, so the gray area just means that that you're right here and you're inside of me. I have no either way. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't have any hate for you. I've got lots of love for you. And when you mix the two together, you get this shade of gray. That's what I call it. So he's just talking about my beard. Dave, you, that's Dave all. you want me to call and just cancel one of the reservations for Saturday night? Uh, <laughs> or just tell me we're gray on it right now. We're not sure. Well, I mean, here's the thing. I mean, I, I speak very highly about Dave to people when I talk to them, and some people that I talk to, you know, they're they just don't understand the work, I guess, and some of the things that CCA does. You know, I, I've tried to look at everything that cca does as a whole and 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 i'm i'm very impressed by what you guys do so oh for sure that that is on the record from kaz and uh i love dave as much as this red hat right here <laughs> well thank you kaz i'll, I'll tell you um with, at cca <laughs> Roy Boyd said i hate kaz there's something we say quite frequently and that's if you're and it's the famous quote and it's if you're getting flack you're over the target and uh I, like I wouldn't that. be doing. I wouldn't be doing my job if I didn't upset people along the way. I agree. And, uh, and I'm somebody that's just fortunate to be in a position to represent recreational anglers. And I'm only put here by the partners, like the partnerships I can build, 
the members that can join our association to support us and the people that can participate in uh, in events we put together. And, you know, we're all one big community and one big family. And I've never sat at a Thanksgiving table once in my life where there wasn't some sort of conflict or fight or uh, ill will or tough feelings. But that's part of this experience here. And when you have a public resource that uh, is highly difficult to manage and you've got different user groups trying to use it, you know, CCA, believe it or not, one of the things we ask ourselves in every issue and every position we take is what's best for the resource. And that's very hard to do. There's a bias in everything. There's a bias in every one. So it's impossible to, to drive an outcome that people don't feel is one, you know, for one group or for one person or, you know, somebody's going to benefit from it. Somebody's going to lose in their mind, whether you like it or not with all these things. And that's the difficulty of a public resource. So I believe in over communicating, uh, which everybody knows about me. I never shut up. Uh, and <laughs> that's why I like you so much. <laughs> we'll try to build bridges too. I mean, we're, we are truly in this together and, um, whether we like it or not, we're, we're a community. And, you know, you mentioned the Ike foundation. I wouldn't be in a position to even have a relationship with, with them without the great leadership at Yamaha outboards that, that su- has supported Ike for a, for a long time and, um, support CCA throughout the country because they realize that we all are in it together. And there's folks that have to be on the front line of all sorts of different aspects of our community doing hard work and, and dealing with the pushback. And, you know, I'm one of those people that in the conservation realm, I, I, I get engaged in policy and do a lot of stuff that's tough and stressful. And, you know, but it's great to have Yamaha be able to support groups like us to come together. And right there on the Ike Foundation website, it says it all together. We can hook them early. And that's what we did last weekend up in Northeast oh, where, sure. you know, we got invited to, to show up and help and, you know, Gosh, we gave we gave out hats to all the kids thanks to Under Armour, you know, a big great company here that that is a global presence, you know, in the apparel industry, but right here in Baltimore where I'm I live, you know, they donated some hats that we could give to the kids. We did that you know, previously in, in an event, you know, I know you guys have talked about down in Blackwater. So you know, corporations are are empowering people like us on the front lines to educate and work together, and you know, shaping policy, fisheries policy, which is where CCA gets. Uh, its most enemies is not easy but again we're in it together and we've got to make informed decisions and um we do have through communication and willingness to to work together where we can and uh and try and let the facts kind of lead lead them into the future because if we get our jobs right in the conservation world and the managing these resources and trying to pass on something better to the future then these kids we're talking to about fish we're trying to educate on how to engage in the fisheries we'll have something that, that they're proud of that they can take care of because we all do this because we love fishing so much. And if we're doing it right, it's because we love our neighbor too. And we're passing on something better to the next generation. You know, so, I, I agree 100% with you. And here's the thing, you know, when, when, when you, you know, I get a lot of hate mail too, you know, and, <laughs> and here's the thing, you know, pe- people are entitled to feel how they feel right. about something, you know, and because your stance or my stance or somebody's stance isn't in agreement with somebody else. I just don't see where the fact of ribbing somebody, cutting them to pieces, you know, doing all that gets anywhere, you know? And I agree 100%, you know? I, I'm willing to take the heat to stand for what I believe in, you know? And I think that's the biggest thing that I see with CCA, too. 
no matter what's in front of you, you're willing to take it on and you're willing to go at it head first. You know I'll, what I'm I'll saying? I'll tell you who else is willing to take it on. That girl who you helped fillet that fish. Uh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, she was, had a great yeah, time. Yeah, that, that was pretty cool. You know what I mean? And that's the other thing. We, we, we get, like you just said, this is an opportunity for us to pass on the knowledge that we currently have to the youth, you know, and I'm with you 100%. That's the future of fishing. I'm not the future of fishing. I am the was of fishing. I hate to say it, you know, but. You're not yeah. just the was. You're a has-been. <laughs> but, 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 my, but my point is this. You ain't him in the gray area. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. He hit me in the gray area like a mug. I hurt, boy. Woo! Now. I get it. I get it all the time. I love it. So that's what I'm saying. I take it and I love it, you know. But here's the thing, you know. This is the, this is the part that gets me, you know. When, when you've reached out and somebody's came to you and you've given them some help and you've pointed them in the right direction and then a couple of years later, here they are chewing you up on a thread because, you know, you want to harvest a fish. And I think one of the things that I kind of made clear in one of the posts yesterday that kind of went awry was that, you know, I, I'm, we all know, Dave, that no matter what we do, we're not getting rid of these snakeheads, period. I also know that no matter... What we harvest, we're still not getting rid of these snakeheads. Look at Blackwater. You know, so there is really in my eyes no right or wrong no matter how you feel. You know, so regardless of whether that's your choice or not your choice, the only opportunity that we have is to just continue to educate with the updated data and things that we continue to get. You know, I think the thing that I like the best about the CCAs is I've watched you not back down from certain situations, you know, that... No matter what people yep. have said to you, you guys have gone forward and continued your battle. And I think yep. that's one of the biggest things I want to say here, you know. These guys that have been in, in this in the works for 10 years or whatever you want to say with these snakeheads, you know, it's kind of been a battle for everybody. And yep. we're seeing here, you know, where the battles are paying have paid off, at least on our end, is what I'm seeing. You know, I'm seeing a great response to this invasive count thing that you got going after yesterday and putting the word out there. That's why I want to really talk in depth about that registration and eye angler and all that so that they can really understand how to register their catch, their gut sampling, the length, all that stuff. Uh, I've had so many messages <laughs> since yesterday when I went crazy with the post. Uh, so I just, I told everybody, you know, we'll answer them all here on the podcast today and we've got a little list of stuff. So, you know, some good questions to ask you and things like that. Um, yeah. I think one of the biggest things, you know, this past weekend for us was the opportunity to meet all these people that we got to meet. Dave, let's talk a little bit about what, what, what we did up there, uh, for the Ike foundation, you know, this past weekend to help them carry the message. Yeah. So as I said, we're, we're both supported by Yamaha. Um, thankfully, you know, that's how we, we were able to connect with that part of our community. Um, you know, CCA largely does tidal water fishery stuff. Um, Maryland's a unique place where bass live here in tidal waters. So it's kind of a cool overlap of the professional bass fishermen and the great organization that they have. They have an amazing team. And I mean, they're just, just watching everything they put together in that event was great. They had tons of great stuff for the kids. So, um, you know, of course with COVID we had to open up and, and they, they had to make their own choices about the event and scale it down a bit. But, um, they worked with the local um, the local parks and rec and, and some boys and girls clubs and got some kids to come out and experience fishing right there on the water. And what we wanted to do was promote the invasives count to anglers who are likely to encounter invasives and get an opportunity to win a prize, which is what the invasives count does. So, you know, while it was a bass pro-am as well as a kids fishing event, we were there to, to share. And, um, you know, in typical CCA fashion, what our members do is come together and, and bring what we have to the table to share with people. And we had, uh, 
uh, Joe Love from DNR and yes. Josh Newark from yes. US Fish and Wildlife Service. We had the crew out there. We had everybody there for anybody that wanted to ask any questions last weekend for sure. Yeah, and we had Dave McCollum come up, who's a tremendous yes. angler. And we're and, and not to interrupt you, but we're going to have Dave at our next fishing club meeting, and he's going to be our 16th, guest speaker yeah. on the sixteenth. Yeah, well, and, I mean, you couldn't ask for a better and more knowledgeable fisherman from from the more like test the guy on ecology and biology and what the species are in the rivers and the yeah. streams, and you wouldn't believe his knowledge. And that's yeah. how you like people ask Dave all the time, well, "How are you such a good angler?" and you know, well, how do you catch so many fish? Well, he understands it all the way down to the bugs and all the way down to the the details and he's done it so long you know that's why he's a great angler and dave's been catching a lot of snakeheads of course and he was a major participant in the count last year submitting catch um to help us understand what's being caught up in the upper bay and um you know i called dave and said hey man can i get some snakeheads fresh on ice um uh bring them over so we can show them to the kids and sure not without fail just like so many people in our community rise up to help out dave shows up snakeheads cold on ice ready to go know freshly killed um and we were able to talk with kids about it and when we got there the iconelli team was like oh my gosh there's this one kid over here he heard there might be a snakehead later and he's so excited he's trying to catch one like this kid is full of energy you know and these this is what it's all about so you know we had that young lady come over at one point you know so we're set up in our tent folks are coming up and talking to us and all the kids are getting the hats and under armor donated um and and cca helped put together and um this young lady comes over with her mother, and, and they said, you know, she's going to get a merit badge if she learns how to, how to. Well, well hold, hold, hold on one minute. Let me let me just stop you right there. So I remember the little girl when she walked up, and she looked at us, and she said, "Can you guys clean a fish?" And uh, we said, "What do you want to clean a fish for?" And she said, "I want to be the first girl to get my merit badge in my troop for cleaning a fish." And me and you both looked at each other. And I said, what do you think? And you said, let's do it. I looked at Eddie, and I said, Eddie, what do you think? He said, let's do it. I said, Gary, he said, let's do it. I said, let's go live. So we went live and put that little girl on there. Now, I got to be honest. I butchered that one side of the fish when I started. I was just going to say, she did a better job than you. She did. She actually did. But I used no excuses. I used an electric fillet knife all the time. Oh, no, that sounds like an excuse to me. (laughs) But, uh, you know, hey, Jackass, you know what you use is your mouth. (laughs) (laughs) You You use the tool. That you know best. That is your mouth. <laughs> but 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 you know what? Really, if if you hadn't have said let's do it, I don't know what I'd have said. You know what I mean? And and you just said let's go, and we rolled with it, and continue to tell what happened after that, Dave. Yeah, well, I mean, so there is an awesome live video. Of what happened? You know, we had people surrounded, you know, all around the circle, and and it was to me, it was this moment where I went, you know what? This is awesome. The invasives count, which started as a you know, an idea that I wanted to do years ago, but we threw together during a pandemic has turned into something where now people are gathering to learn from each other. And that's how our community learns best from each other in person, you know, engaging with people on a personal level, not on social media, not on the web. I mean, we're breaking back out of our shells carefully. And so it it was really an awesome moment for that reason alone to stand back and go, wow. Then I looked around the circle and you saw young and old and male and female, different backgrounds, all sorts of different people standing there all learning about something that belongs to all of them, a natural resource. And then somebody so, else walked up too. Uh, Mr. Uh, well, Ike walked up. And yeah. he, he walked up right next to me, and uh, Kaz never even saw him. Kaz, <laughs> I, Kaz was doing his thing. I never even knew he was there until Eddie was done. He was like, Mike was standing right next to you talking to me during the video. You can hear him in there talking about the Delaware probably River. probably a good thing. He might have lost the hand. Mike comes up, and he sees me filming. He looks at me. He's like, man, this is awesome. This is great. And Kaz is going, doing his thing, and, and Kaz never even saw him the whole time. You know what I wonder? 
is is uh, <laughs> we, we gave we gave Mike the the fillets to take home. Yeah. And I'm sure when he went home, his wife probably said, "Well, one of these fish must have been a lot bigger than the other one." <laughs> Man, you're talking about the one I filleted, right? Yeah. That mine was bigger yeah, than the other one. was one. a perch. Oh, oh, oh! You mean my, mine was the uh, shitty, crappy one? <laughs> Let's just say it was it was a full fillet. It was a little bit smaller. <laughs> Looked like a big one, only smaller. Yeah, I didn't. Know, I, I wanted to apologize to the poor young lady who was trying to learn how to fillet a fish for her merit badge because her teacher. Her teacher, you could tell her teacher was a catch and release guy for quite some time. And somebody else <laughs> you guys are dirty dogs. Oh, that's awesome. No, nah, but it was great. You're right, Eddie. And that was cool to have Mike Iconelli, who's been all over TV, such a great leader and professional bass fisherman, you know, who has an awesome story, you know, to stand up and be just such a great ambassador of our sport in so many ways. And then next thing you know, another great ambassador of our sport, Mr. Cascani, is standing there just. You know, on stage doing what you do, Kaz. And it was awesome. <laughs> we all have something to bring to this conversation. That's what fishing is all about. And we're all part of actually conservation as well. I and mean, most people don't realize that. You know, buying your fishing licenses supports the important science and work that our, our federal and, and, and state partners do in, in conservation. You know, the, the management agencies, the tackle industry is paying an excise tax. Boating is paying an excise tax. You know, of uh, you know, fuel uh, is paying an excise tax, all to support these programs that we need. And granted, these programs aren't enough, and it's probably because other other priorities take the money from from our important programs. But you know, here it is: we're already paying. Now we're showing up to, to pass it on with as best we can as individuals, and that's what fishing's all about. That's what the Invasives Council's all about. And so, really, the Invasives Council's all about collecting data as well, because these agencies don't have the capacity to do what they need to do. And we're collecting data on these invasive species so that down the road, we might know something. We might be able to answer some of these questions that all of us have as anglers. And it doesn't matter what your opinion is. The science should, should be the fact driven component of, of what's going on out there from a, from a study. And it not, not a single study ever tells every piece of the story we need to, we need to understand it's just one step in a certain direction and you can't assume the outcome. You can't, you know, you, you just have to let the science kind of lead the way. Well, science is driven by data and I'm not going to make any promises to what, as to what um, answers or questions we're going to answer through the invasive scout data. But I've been in fisheries long enough in paying attention and trying to shape policy and knowing that science should guide good policy. So should experience on the water. And there's in the recreational fishery, if we want good fish, fisheries moving forward, if we want to have a fishery that, that is well-managed for our needs, no matter what it is, we need good data, and we need to be a strong part of collecting that data, owning it, and, and working with Maryland DNR or other management agencies to, to advance what's going on because our environment's changing. These invasive species are going to have an impact on our native fish. We don't know how, we don't know when, but they are, and we just have to better understand it to mitigate it through our management actions. And so... There's a we component to all this conversation today, and and the invasives counts just a, a piece of that puzzle. So, you know, we've we're incentivizing with with small awards that are that are donated by partners, um, where people go in, they download the iAngler tournament app, and they log their catch of, of these fish and invasive catfish and and snakeheads, and it's a relatively intuitive app. I know some folks have had some trouble with. Uh, was signing up. One of the guys texted me the other night and said, Hey man, I can't figure this thing out. What's going on? 
we realized it was a glitch and, you know, he ended up resetting the app and, and actually reinstalling it and it worked just fine. So it was more of a software thing, not the app's fault, but he was a bit frustrated. So I said, Hey man, you took the trouble. I'm going to send you a drink tumbler. Here you go. You know, prove to that guy that it's worth participating in this event because we all know how important this data is going to become. Exactly. Here, 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 let, let, let me also add how important this event is. It, this event is so important that we're going to give away a T-shirt right now from CCA and Dave Sikorsky. So, uh, Dave, look, brother. Give us, uh, give us a phrase. Yeah, give us something, man. What do you want to say in there about this shirt right here? Property of Yamaha Wrightwaters, established 2019. There you go. Say Yamaha. Whoever the first one to comment Yamaha is gets that shirt. Get your Yamaha ass in there. <laughs> just leave it hanging there. <laughs> uh, all right, Dave. So, so, so this iAngler program. Last year we had how many participants in the program? Did you say? I know you've said this before. I just want to ask again. I want to say it was like one fifty or so, one ninety, something like that. Okay, now, I'd have to look it up. Now just. I know I've Q&A today. Jeez, Cass. <laughs> now, we, now, we have decided to go pretty much full force with this stuff, you know, and, and we did a lot of sharing and advertising yesterday trying to uh, get people to sign up. How did that go? A lot of people come in come into play yesterday for you guys? Yeah, here, and hold on a second. Here's a good example of why the actual facts and data, like science, is important, not your memory, because there were 92 participants last year, logged 198 fish. <laughs> right now... <laughs> Right now, we have 219 participants that have logged 305 fish, uh, 24 in the last 24 hours. How about that, man? And I want to say, Cass, thank you for your, a lot of your promotion and stuff. Because it's going to share. <laughs> I went, when I started designing the Invasive Scout, I told everybody, it's a big tent. Everybody's welcome under. Use it. Share it. We're all in this together. Yes. Whether you like it or not, we're, I'm involved every day and keeping an eye on what's right for the resource and what's right for recreational anglers. So... Come on, jump on board. Use it for your own. And you did that yesterday, and I think you got us like 70 registrants or something like that <laughs> in the last 24 hours. Well, one, th one thing that I, I like about the, w the way it's set up, Dave, is, is the fact that you can give the information you want to give. You can, exactly. just, you can just say the size of the fish you can, or, and the body of water. You can give specific uh, – you can let it go right to your phone's GPS and give the exact location if you want, however you want to do it. It's all up to you. And each yeah, and I, more information and I you give, the more chances you get to win some. Exactly. And location is, is required, a general location, like you right. said, body of water. Um, and I recognize how important spots are to anglers. I get it. And I don't want to, um, you know, my job is to be neutral to all that. None, none of this, what we collect from a, from a location standpoint is being provided to the fishing community in any way whatsoever. It is strictly going to Maryland DNR and U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service and you know, I, again, I respect that people want to protect their spots. Not that, you know, I get it. So if you if you want to protect your spots, you're not participating to get prizes. It's that simple. Because there's no need to send misinformation. You know, I want to shine a light right on it. Don't send misinformation. The world's got enough of that. Yeah. That hurts more than, fact, yeah. than, than just telling us. Yeah. 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 yeah, and you submit it. So And, yeah, and like Gary said, every time you submit a fish with where you caught it, general water body or GPS, you get entered into the drawing. We do the drawing. It's the last day of each month. Unless we make a slight change, we'll announce it to everybody. Um, that's another cool thing about the iAngler system. I can communicate with everybody directly through the system. It sends you a notification. Um, I literally, just before we, we got on the podcast today, I've been working on some different email communication systems we're improving here at CCA um, just to be able to engage with more folks. And, you know, the I love it. I mean, I was 
Facebook messaging with somebody at nine o'clock last night, just talking about fishing because I love to fish. So I just, you know, I'm lucky to have my job. Um, now does Dave, anyway. does, does the, uh, the great Chesapeake invasive count, does that include bow fishing as well? Does it, is that included yeah. in that? Yeah. If you're legally harvesting, which, yeah. you know, there's very little that illegal was one of the questions I had too. Yeah. If you're legal, legally harvesting, if you are catching releasing, you can provide all the same data except for stomach contents. You can't do that if you're catching releasing, unless you can see a sticking out of its <laughs> X-ray <mouth>. machine. <laughs> yeah. And the cool, the cool part about the invasive count is you can do multiple catches all at once. There's a couple of folks that have figured that system out and that that's great. It's more streamlined for them. Um, we're going to work on a, like a spreadsheet upload system as well. That's going to be separate from the app because I want people, I was talking to somebody today that, that harvests a lot of fish. He was saying, look, I don't want to send each one through the app. Well, reach out to me. I'd rather have the data and get it to DNR in the right way than not. You know, so we're making that connection. Let's work together. My, my contact information is everywhere. Um, but really what's easiest for the individual anglers is to use the app. And I, I did it myself. I mean, I went out, I went out bow fishing a couple, uh, two, uh, last week, one night and took home some fish. I cleaned them the next morning and I took pictures. What I did was I actually wrote down the length and then the weight. You would have seen that my weight set up. It was my male scale with the giant stainless steel bowl on it with a big old slimy, <laughs> slimy dragon laying it. I'll, I'll send you the It'll get postmarked. <laughs> well, you know, right. And the, the worst part was my, uh, one of the fish, you know, you know, everybody knows how slimy they are. Well, my table, like something happened with my little portable plastic table, and I had a cutting board on top of it, and one of those little like push button things that you can make extend the legs. Well, one of those was rusted, so my table wouldn't like completely lock out. I'm like, I got fish sliding. I'm trying to get to work. It was a total mess. But my my point of this whole little line of talking here is, I get that it, sometimes it's a pain to log in your catch through a digital platform like your, with your smartphone when you're messing with cleaning your fish. So get a little notepad, weigh them, measure them, write it down. You get somebody to help you out, you know, cut the stomachs open if you're cleaning them. Look for what you can, what you can figure out is in there, you know, from a stomach content perspective. Make a picture, have somebody helping you. Um, I know it's not easy, and that's why we want to we wanna award people for participating and give them some things. So, you know, and, and – we know that this system isn't perfect. So I want feedback. I want input and, um, you know, going to our website, ccamd.org slash count is the short length, the easiest way to get there. And it, hopefully everything is spelled out there. Um, both how you participate through the iAngler app and my contact information is on the website, but also we're looking for promotional partners. Um, you know, Blackwater's edge, Wolford store, you guys have been promotional partners from the beginning and, um, you know, we're happy to be able to sponsor your tournament series as happy well. And, yeah. And Dave, yeah, you and don't have to be a CCA member to be part of the eye angler, correct? That is correct. That is but correct. And I'd highly recommend you, they do. But Yo, yeah, if you join CCA for $35 more, you get entered in for more prizes. And we're starting to ramp up the value of prizes. And uh, last week we gave away a, uh, a really nice Warthog knife sharpener to a guy. Wow. Um, and he actually happened to win the the raffle for the Cat uh, Narrows tournament we had last weekend. Oh, he wow. won a Traeger. He won a Traeger grill for turning in a single single blue catfish. That's he's a good probably, he's probably a life member now. <laughs> now was that was that the only invasive that was turned on up there? Uh, turned in up there on Kent Island. So there were seven seven invasives. Uh, I think I two snakeheads and a bunch of blue cats, uh, five blue cats, and then there were a number of channel cats turned in as well, which yeah. weren't invasive. So now let they me. Didn't count. Let me ask you this: Where where were the snakeheads caught? Do you know? 
you know, I probably do have the, uh, I don't think they were caught in the Ken Island area, but I'm going to check. Okay. So that's a good okay. question. I was just curious if they caught it out in the bay or if they caught it out there in a boat or something like that. That's all. Yeah, I think this person was actually targeting them, so he could have gone anywhere. They could have fished, um, according to the rules, um, anywhere in the tidal uh, portion of the bay. So gotcha. Now, now we've got we've got our tournament coming up here. That's right. In uh, in, uh, in about two the weeks, June nineteenth. June nineteenth. It's coming weeks. in pretty quick. Uh, what, 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 what are we doing? Anything fancy to help these people for the tournament to get them to sign up? Anything we're going to add to the program to help them at all? Anything you can think of? That is right. So. <laughs> Dang, I'm psychic. Look at that. Yeah, man. <laughs> Before I do that, though, Dave, uh, let's, uh, let's go ahead and give away one more of your shirts. One more of these beautiful shirts right here. Property of Yamaha. Yamaha Outboards. Look, folks, when you need a good outboard, you need Yamaha. Ask for it by name. Y-A-M-A-H-A. Woo-woo. <laughs> what do you want to say, Dave? What do you want to say? Angle. Angle cooler. Ooh, that's, Angle a, that's a nice little segue, Angle Dave. coolers. Yeah. That's kind of hard because I don't even know how to spell it. No, I'm just kidding. I probably don't. <laughs> Whoever gets it close. Close Whoever enough. Gets close. And I, you know, people don't know. Angle is, some people may not know. Angle is the first high-performance cooler. Before a lot of these other companies came along, they were out there doing their thing. You know, they're a great company that supported CCA across the country um, and gives us great product that we can pass on to our participants. Last year, we had a number of backpack coolers for um, invasive count participants and you know i might have something up my sleeve we'll see if you if people start sharing spreading the word you know maybe right now we have 200 some participants well i think maybe if we get over 300 mark relatively soon we're just gonna have to up the ante and uh, give away some more angle products but but this time we're happy to give a uh, a high performance uh soft-sided cooler i think it's called the hd series uh 20 quart i think it's actually a 22 quart um it's a dark gray and orange, kind of rubberized, really, really good. Um, perfect for, like, folks to travel. Right. Like, if you ever gone on a fishing trip somewhere and you want to pack a cooler and literally check it on a plane, um, it actually has, like, a pressure release. And you can check it in the plane with, like, you know, fresh fillets tra- that you traveled with. You can take, uh, you know, I packed dead fish in it the other night, cleaned it out real easy, the one I have. Um, and the way that you, you, all you have to do is sign up for, for your next tournament, um, it's at the snakehead mayhem tournament and, um, also sign up for free for the invasives count. If you're registered for both at the captain's meeting at the snakehead mayhem tournament, uh, June 19th at 5 AM, there'll be a drawing at the Wolford store during the captain's meeting and somebody's going home, going away with this cooler. And uh, there's, a, there's a little something for people to sign up, uh, for CCA too, isn't it? There is. There is. Refresh me. Who won that at the first tournament? Lark 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 Creel won the first tournament. Not the tournament, the cooler. uh, The the cooler, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, I'll tell you what, he he said it was absolutely amazing, and it was wonderful. Yeah. Well, who won the the sunglasses? Uh, The sunglasses. I'm um, trying to remember. Let's see, I can't remember the fellow's name. Oh, man. It was... um, I didn't personally know him. I can't remember. It's it's it slipped my mind. I told him he got a very nice pair of sunglasses. It wasn't me, but I could use a nice pair. <laughs> I, got, <laughs> well, I got a pair of glasses. No. They're awesome glasses. So, so the, yeah, the Costa sunglasses, there's three pairs left. And at every single one of the tournaments, you know, for the remaining three, a single CCA member 
will be drawn out of the out of a hat and go home with a pair of sunglasses. And so, you can also join CCA while you are there at the tournament and have right. your name yep. entered at that time also. And the guy who won actually yep. joined that, that day. Yeah, the guy yeah, who won, he, he, he just signed up that day with Toby. Was that his name, Toby? Yeah, to- Toby's, Toby's the one who drew, yeah, drew the name out of the hat, yep. Yep, yep. yep. So, you know, that, that's it. 35 bucks for a CCA membership, and you're part of the, the you become part of the nation's largest tidalwater you know, coastal angler organization. We're not just about fishing. You know, it's about coastal lifestyle, taking care of our resources that are near and dear to all of us that live on the coast. And CCA, CCA has been doing very hard work since 1977. Uh, you know, made plenty of enemies along the way. But again, if you're getting flack, you're over the target. Yeah. And Probably made it's more always been good friends. Yeah, it's too. always been. If, if we're doing our job, we're frustrating people, and and it is what it is. Um, that's the way it is. We're going to pass on something better to the future. And you get a really good. Um, a great magazine, Tide Magazine, has been award-winning. Um, it's it, it typically would come six times a year. I think during this year, because of the pandemic, it's cut down to either five or four. Uh, it's about to come out. Um, a lot of times, if folks sign up in between, I get an extra inventory of magazines. I can send them to you if, for some reason, you kind of miss the cycle or, or something happens. We have an extremely hardworking membership team down in Texas that, in fact, I was just talking with, and they just opened up a, um, a great contest if folks are listening to this in South Carolina, Florida, Louisiana, or Texas, we have a really, really cool tournament in those four states called the Star Tournament. And uh, it's all about catching, um, in Texas this year, tag redfish that you tag, you remove the tag and release them. And people are winning truck, boat, trailers. Oh, wow. Kids are winning scholarships to college, like $30,000 scholarships. Um, in and those states. they down there. Yeah, yeah, and if like so, if you're a CCA member here, your membership counts down there. We're a national organization. Um, anything you do to support us here in Maryland stays in Maryland. So you, you know, we take care of our region, but our membership's national. And if you sign up for a star tournament, I think it's like thirty-five bucks in every single one of those states. If you're traveling to fish down there between Memorial Day and Labor Day, any of those states, you better sign up for the star tournament because if you follow any of our other state chapters or our national office on on social media you'll see that people are catching these tagged redfish and then they're not entered into the tournament. So they miss out on winning like a brand new boat motor trailer. Wow. Um, yeah. And I think uh, South Carolina is a little bit different this year. I think they start July 1st, but um, that's a part of your, your CCA membership. And I'll be honest, we're working towards something like this in Maryland here in the Chesapeake region um, that invasives are going to be a part of and, and a lot of other fish. Cause it's all about celebrating fishing. You know, our fishing tournaments don't have cash prizes. Uh, too much can go wrong with that, and you know I respect those that do it. But as a nonprofit, you know we're audited annually. Everything that happens at CCA from a, fun, a fundraising perspective is looked at very closely, and there's just too too much opportunity for shady things to happen when cash is involved. Absolutely, and we've got more important things to worry about than that. We want to be financially strong, um, yes, but we want to be structured properly so everybody knows that when they donate and support us, it's going where we say it is, and Every single CCA employee across the country is very hardworking to make sure we're focused on our mission. We don't want to be messing with cash and all the complexity that can come with that and the cheating and everything else. Um, so anyway, it's, you know, we've got a great network of people around this country, not just in Maryland. Maryland's a very small piece of the puzzle, um, one, one that we're proud to be part of. Um, and I encourage folks from all over the place to get involved with CCA and see how you can make a difference. And, and we've got a lot coming up uh, in, the, in the region. I'm going to be... Uh, down with you guys at the Snakehead Mayhem tournament. So I'll be there at the captain's meeting. I'll be be hanging out with folks that weekend. Love to meet some folks in person. Yes. Um, yes. 
Well, that, that's two against Drew coming down. I, I, I will make it a point to block out my schedule and make sure I can spend the time here with you to help you promote. Run, Dave, run. <laughs> bring me Red Bull. Bring me Red Bull, Dave. No. Well, that's, that's another thing you pointed out, Dave, is, is probably a lot of people don't know. You know, CCA is coastal conservation, but that's there's not just one coast in the United States. That's right. And you got the East Coast, West Coast, Southern Coast. Well, Maryland's yep. got Southwest more, more than a couple coasts, yeah. if you count the base yeah. coast. <laughs> right. So, you know, and, and well, that, CCA covers all of that. That's right. And and, 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 yeah. and the amazing thing is that CCA has tournaments, like you were saying, Dave, all up and down the East Coast. While we're talking about that, why don't we talk about upcoming tournaments that CCA has here in the state of Maryland still left coming this season? You want to touch on some of that to promote some of that? Absolutely, absolutely, yeah. So, in the beginning of the pandemic, like right before it started, um, we had – I had – uh, an assistant director working full-time with me and then um she left the pandemic started so things have been crazy and throughout that entire time period i've sat here and gone okay how can i make the work we're doing more efficient and that way i'm getting the mission-oriented stuff taken care of less administrative work now how can i provide something better to our customers and our, our, our members and we just had our, our kent narrows flying like tackle tournament the 18th annual last weekend um and in prep for that we built a brand new registration system we use iAngler tournament uh, for our for our fishing tournaments. So once you're signed up in that, um, you're ready to go. At least you're halfway there. Uh, if you join CCA, then your membership counts. You know, for the next year, uh, we don't require we require membership. I'm sorry, in all of our fishing tournaments. And so I bring, I built a brand new website portal um, that's almost ready to, to come out. I've got to put together the details of the last remaining fishing tournaments we have, but. It's brand new. You go to our website, you sign up, you can find out all the sponsorship information there. Um, it's ccamd.org slash tournaments is where everything's going to live here very soon. Um, but what we've done the last couple of years is, um, you know, switch to these iAngler based tournaments where they're either required to be catch photo released because there's a conservation need, um, or just it's an easy way to manage people's catch and give them the option to catch and release a fish. Uh, and so with straight bass, rock fishing decline, we are 100% catch and release only this year. We do not have a summertime tournament for rockfish because summertime is not the time to be messing with them. Um, <laughs> if you're, if you're out there in the summer, catch them, keep them, move on to something else. Catching and releasing does not work in hot weather. That's right. does not work with bait fishing and there's nothing wrong with keeping fish. But when we have a tournament, we really pay attention to what our impact could be on the resource in a local area. We don't want a bunch of people out there just for prizes catching and releasing fish that's going to kill the fish. Right. Just, um, just mangling the population. Have, yeah, that's, that's, un, that's irresponsible. Nobody should promote that. So that's why we had our catch and release tournament early in June. Good conditions still exist, but it's, the hotter it gets and the more it rains, the worse conditions we're going to have in the bay for these fish. And I'll tell you, the rockfish are concentrated in the same places they have in the last couple of years, and that concerns me greatly, especially if more freshwater coming through this watershed than did last year i know the eastern shore was wet last year but the western shore wasn't nor was the susquehanna river watershed it's lining up to be a little more wet by what's going on outside my window and uh it concerns me so i know i'm sorry i slipped back into conservation i can't help myself <laughs> okay that's your job man that's well, look, while, you're slipping, back, while you're slipping back into conservation let me talk about an amazing company out there bass rack outdoors for those of you that do not know Kevin Hogan, Bass Rack Outdoors is an amazing company, small family-owned business, and you can get lots of good stuff out there. You can get seasoning for anything that you want to cook, fish, snakeheads, beef, chicken. He's got a whole season line he's doing. 
Uh, the apparel that he has out there is amazing. Shirts, hats, shirts, hats, stickers. Yeah, shirts, hats, stickers. We got some of his hats and stickers here at the Wolford store. If you mm-hmm. think you're a crab picking champion, come on down here and get you a medal that says you're a crab ch- picking champion. You know, we got them here for you, too. Thought you were going to slip up then. Here comes. So, 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 tentatively, I have Kevin coming on the show next Tuesday with us here. We're going to be right. moving our podcast shows from Thursday to Tuesday. So Starting next week. Touch on that right now. Starting next week, just because we're getting so busy here in the end of the week with stuff like that for here for the store, for preparation for the you know people that are coming so we can accommodate them with what they need. Uh, so it just make life easier on everybody if we go to Tuesday. So that's what we're going to do from here on. And, and we'll make sure that we keep announcing that as, yes. we, get, as we get closer yes. to Tuesday to make sure everybody knows. Yes. And, and please Tuesday. share with your friends, you right. know, your friends that watch the podcast with you. If you guys have a podcast party every Friday like some of you do, you know, let, you know we're going to – every Thursday we're going to move to Tuesday now. So yeah, and if you can't make it on Tuesday – you still watch it on Thursday. Yeah, you still That's watch right. it on Thursday. No problem. You watch it won't Tuesday. be live anymore. You watch it Wednesday morning if you want. That's we don't right. care. But uh, but look, so, so or you can listen to it on Spotify so or Apple Podcasts. We're gonna give away a, a his and hers koozie from here at the Wolford store. That's right. Uh, so uh, look, make sure you tune on tune in on Tuesday. I'm sure Kevin's gonna bring some pretty cool stuff here. He might throw up here in the giveaways. We'll yep. see what happens. So uh, stay tuned. So what do they got to say, Kaz, for the koozies? Um, Bass Rack Outdoors, baby. With the baby. With the, the baby. Yep. With the baby. Bass Rack Outdoors, baby. Do I win something? Uh, not yet. You You're live. You, you didn't type you it, You have to Dave. type it you in, Dave. Like us, type Dave. it in. You if you can win. hurry up, you can get it, bro. Hey, Kevin. If Kevin, if you're out there, let's let's work together. Let's promote how we grill these bad boys up, the seasonings and everything else you do. I've seen your product. I love it. See how that see morning. how that works, Kevin? I got your back, too, baby, for life. <laughs> and, and that's I that, love that guy. I, you know, Literally, uh, yesterday I got a contact from a guy who's going to do a local kayak tournament on the Western Shore. Wanted to ask if we could work together and promote it. And I'm like, yeah, man, let's go. Let's do it. So, nothing's exclusive here, folks. I mean, if I didn't say it yet, um, the the prize sponsor for the month of June for the Invasives Count is All Tackle. So, All Tackle in Annapolis and Ocean City and online. Not discussed. $10, $25 gift cards for All Tackle for the Invasives Count this month. So, if you sign up right now, you automatically get entered. Every fish you catch for the rest of June, you're, you're vying for stuff at All Tackle. And I've got a really great uh, sponsor lined up for July. We're looking for the later months for those gift card sponsors. But we also are getting ready to start promoting the restaurant, the cooking, the home chef, the recipes, Chef Chad Wells, you know, a lot of other great folks. So just hang tight because it's time to put these fish on our plates where they belong and, you know, feed our families, especially with rockfish not in the right you know position right now. Let's let's turn our attention real quick. I, I agree one hundred percent with you. One hundred percent. Uh, while, while, while we're talking, we got a couple of giveaways we got to squeeze in here in the next 10 minutes. Dave, I hate to cut you short, but let's get a couple of these in here. So, uh, look, um, let's talk about Horseman Enterprises here in Dorchester County. If you're looking to have custom work done on your boat, if you have any motor issues, diesel preferably, anything like that, if you're looking to have a custom boat, boat built for you, uh, you know, Benny's got some great molds over there, some custom designs, and if you haven't seen his vessel, you ain't seen nothing yet. That thing is an absolute beast. Have you seen it, Eddie? Oh, uh, I've seen it. That thing is massive. So, uh, so look, so on behalf of uh, Horseman Enterprises, I'm going to give away a pack of these uh, whoop, whoop, horny toads. Everybody likes a horny toad. Lots of horny toads <laughs> around right now. I see them in all the puddles chirping away, man. I don't know if they're a good bait, but they sure are horny. Anyway, if you want to win these horny toads, uh... Don't say I am horny. No, you gotta say ho- horseman seafood. <laughs> say horseman seafood. You get that. You get that pack of uh, of uh, horny toads right there. So that's from uh, Benny. 
Why don't we do one more real quick while one we're more? sitting right here? Who, who's my next one here, Gary? Who I got what next? What you got in your hand? Uh, I got uh, uh, my good friend Rob Fryer. Look, let's talk a little bit about the land group, folks. Look, if you are in the market for some amazing hunting property, some amazing fishing property, agricultural property, waterfront property, I don't care Duck what you hunt. want. This dude sells any kind of dirt you want, sand, topsoil. He's got dirt under everything. So, look, reach out to the land group. Reach out to my good friend, Rob Fryer. And if you didn't get a chance to see his chigger bites, uh, <laughs> you might want to go over to his personal page and check out. I thought I had chigger problems here on the Eastern Shore. I ain't got any problems like he had. He went out west somewhere doing some hunting, and, man, if they didn't get bombarded. I mean, his, his arms are so well that it's not funny. So, uh, look, on behalf of the land group, the land group's going to give somebody today a pack of these right here. Three and a half inch slim snakehead destroyers by Old School Tackle Company. Look, folks, if you want them, these things are just beautiful. What do you have to say, Kaz? Uh, you have to say, um... How about the land group? The land group. Yeah, man. The land group. Yep, the land group. How many more we got to get One right more. Now? One more. You want to do it now? Yeah. Just get it over with? We can do it more right now and get it over with. Yeah, for sure. Let's do it right now and get it over with. Look at the last one here. So you let me talk again. I won't shut up. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I got you after this. The floor is yours for another two and a half minutes or two minutes and 32 seconds, brother. I'll, I'll even extend you a couple extra seconds for an additional pay period. No, it's, no, it's uh, 27 seconds. All right, so who's our next one here again? Let me see. I got the, I got the bait boys. Damien Tall, our good friend Damien Tall. Look, folks, if you're looking for bait, you need peelers. You need... Uh, flats of L.Y., you need snakehead destroyer minnows, you need uh, any kind of bait, bait shrimp, blood worms, grass shrimp, whatever you want, he'll find it for you. White leggers, green crabs, we'll find you whatever you want. So, uh, look, so uh, I love the bait, boys, and you get this, the hottest bait we've had here in Dorchester oh, County for the last two weeks, the Hyperlastics. Yep. We saw Amy Hassel, she posted up, she yep. caught hers on Hyperlastics. Had another guy send me a picture of a 13-pounder. Got over 335 on a Hyperlastics. Eddie, Eddie Look, got folks, his personal best on that's right. Eddie, Eddie got his biggest snakehead ever on that. So, I love the bait boys. I love the bait boys. Let's say it. I love the bait boys. Dave, you got to type it in, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, give you, I'll give you a pack. Just don't tell Eddie or Gary. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to use. I, just go, I, don't, I give away everything. Well, no, no, you're going to have to use these. When you see how pretty these are, this is one thing you will not yeah. give away ever in your life is a pack of Snakehead Destroyer Swim Baits. I promise you. Well, they only you. come two in a pack. They last all summer. We're getting ready to release the Gold Edition, and it'll be a limited production of solid gold Snakehead Destroyer Swim Baits that you can buy from the Eastern Jewelry Company. Solid gold. Yep, and you're looking at probably, what do they say, we're going to weigh about four ounces each at $1,200 an ounce. So it's four, $4,800 for the swim bait, but when you pay cash, you get a discount of $200. bucks. it will be $4,600. How many you want? I need a calculator. That, that was fast. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't think that's a good deal, Dave. You're better. A lot of people walk away from me. For some right. reason, a lot of people when I sell them stuff walk away scratching their head and they look back two or three times, like and so, I know what they're thinking. Start fishing with was, a metal detector. Was that, was that right? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I still, still, still want to know what Mike Iaconelli was thinking when he finally got away from me. Oh that. my god! Oh, did, but, did 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 you hear me singing the crabby jingle? He loved it, man. I did not believe the guy was walking backwards trying to get away from him. Mike, yeah, Mike, tell was, him, tell him, Mike tell was walking away, and then Kaz was like, Wait, do you want to hear the crabby jingle real quick? Mike's like, Sure. And me and Gary look back, just uh, run, Ike, run, just get away as fast as you can. <laughs> he loved it, man. I told him, I said, When we do the podcast, you're going to have to sing that, you know, so you better start practicing. <laughs> just, yeah, just, I just wanted to holler to him. My dad told me one time I come in with a girlfriend, and I said, What do you think, Daddy? He said, Run like hell, boy. <laughs> I don't think my dad ever told me that. 
Oh, maybe you should have. <laughs> uh, so uh, next next Wednesday, me and Gary just want to share this with everybody. We'll be heading up to North Bay, up up the bay. We're going to do some uh, a program up there with Dan and them guys. And we're going to do a little education for the kids there that are visiting for the week up there at North Bay. And then we'll be back the following week again uh, to do another little uh, shindig with the kids up there. So uh, if anybody has anything they want to pass on up there, anything like that, uh, let me know. And uh, we'll see what we can do to uh, help you get involved with some of that. This is all free work, nonprofit work. You know, everybody thinks that I'm paid. They said it the other day. You know, you must be rich, this rich. You must not know me because we don't get paid for it. Gary, how rich are we? I mean, we're... Oh, yeah. I mean, you we, we got paid, what, $20 million for the Mike Iaconelli thing, right? <laughs> no, yeah, just kidding. Nice. Look, folks, we do all this to help others. We do all this because we want to give back. We do all this because we enjoy doing this and helping you. So uh, for those of you that are grateful and have thanked us, we appreciate the, the feedback, and that means the world to us. Um, Eddie, I don't I don't know what else we need to talk about this week. I know we got the tournament coming we up. The we got tournament. the fishing club coming up. Um, Dave, is there anything else that, that you want to touch on that's going on? Any, any reef ball update, uh, any camera update at chop tank, anything like that? Well, yeah, so we're, we've got a bunch of dates put together for this summer and you're going to see very soon. One of our partners in our, our really cool reef ball project, uh, shore rivers, the chop tank river keeper. Um, we're going to be promoting four different reef ball builds where we're, we're working with Spanish speaking community groups and the general public. Anybody wants to come out. I know you guys are going to be involved in some, some in Cambridge. We're building reef balls to place under the Bill Burton fishing pier. We're also received funding to put a 24 seven web camera that's going to live stream to YouTube. That is we'll so install cool. that. That is so yeah, cool. The web camera is going to be underwater, face the reef ball. We, you know, there's a lot of different technical challenges we've got to overcome, but we're, we're going to put that together and one day hit the play button and you, everybody's going to be able to see it. Um, we're also installing six different signs that are both English and Spanish that provide information about habitat, recreational fishing, responsible use of our waterways, um, traditional use, seafood consumption, a lot of like everything you can imagine that you, somebody standing on the Bill Burton Pier in Cambridge, Maryland would want to understand. And we're also going to mount fish cleaning stations like bait cutting tables on the front of them. Because, you know, if you put a flat surface on a fishing pier, what happens? They cut bait on it, right? Everybody does. Well, we're going to have fish clean, you know, these little stations, six places on that pier on the Dorchester County side, as well as the reef falls we build are going to go in the water. So stand by for looking out for more information on that. And I've got one other exciting thing that relates right back to the Snakehead Mayhem tournament, and that is our um, Snakehead Angler of the Year trophy. It has been ordered. It is ready. You know, it might be Haynes Hoffman from Blue Water Copper Works might be working on it right now, but it's a 24-inch copper snakehead on a beautiful, like, oiled um, riverwood backup or, or backing. Uh, and that's going to the Snakehead Angler of the Year for the tournament series. So, you know, things are moving in the right direction. And folks just got to have to get involved. Sign that's, up right that, now. Have that, some fun. That's just absolutely fantastic. Um, I, I'm, really, I'm really looking forward to the camera thing. I mean, I think that's going to be real neat if we can get that thing dialed in. And you can really see what's going on. I mean, how cool would that to see the black drum Feeding off amazing. the beds, you know. Yeah. How often would it be to see some speckled trout laying there on a rock or, you know. Yeah. Um, blue, we certainly ain't going to see any bluefish because they can't stay still, but maybe we will be able to watch them zoom by zoom anyway. Well, yeah. <laughs> so. well and, and hey, guys, when you have videos and stuff, it, it makes guys like us have to talk less. We talk so much to describe all these great <laughs> things we get that we care about, right? Oh, then maybe you shouldn't put say, the camera hey, up. What would I do with myself if I can't talk? <laughs> no, you still get to talk. You okay. get to talk about the next, the next great thing. Okay. Bottom line is, so much, <laughs> so, 
so much in this fishing stuff is out of sight and out of mind. It's hard for people to understand. There's so much that, that can be presented in, in video and, and in pictures and information about what's going on out there. And that's, that's what this project's all about. It's about connecting with a community that might not understand uh, you know, the English language in, in, a, in a really strong way to truly understand what's going on, but might be out there fishing for dinner. Um, and so, you know, we're all in this together again, regardless of what language we, we speak and where we're from and whatnot. And, you know, we want to take care of each other as a community. So that's what this project's all about. Uh, the, you know, the, the refall one. So, you know, it's going to be exciting. And, uh, it, from what I'm talking, uh, uh, I'm talking with the Cambridge, uh, waterfront development initiative. Uh, and I think we're going to have some great parties planned for, uh, yes, for I, I see, these I see, events. I see a lot of talk going on about revitalization and I'm glad to see that you're involved with some of that for yep, sure. They got a lot of work going on there. And, 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 and they need, they need a guy like you there with some suggestions, you know, cause there's the whole conservation thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Before I forget yeah. real quick, we've got one more, uh, uh, Angler Spot of the Week. It's sponsored by Roy Bradshaw's Body Shop. Oh, Roy Bradshaw's Body Shop. That, that's the Angler Spot of the Week. It's on the screen, the Angler Spot of the Week. So, so it's by, by so, Roy. So that's sponsored by Roy Bradshaw. Well, who was it again? That was that, that John was, Sturgill. Yeah, I mean, that, that fish was, was massive. A yep. lot of folks there were asking people about the color. It's it yes that this I mean there was I think there was four or five different comments about how dark this fish and, was and then maybe it's a bow fin it's not but people don't realize here especially you have to think again back to the pine tar that stains the water okay now when these fish get big they automatically turn darker I was about to but say they that, get yeah. they, they get a much blacker body here from what I've seen in other areas and I've asked some of the people would the decaying pine tars be no different than dyeing your skin right. So I think that adds to the fact that they're not only dark, but then once you throw that whole factor in there of the pine tar, and it's like tea, you know, it's like if I if I set my body in tea, you know, I'm not going to be, I'm going to look nice and tan when I come out, you know what I'm saying? Oh, so, in, in, instead, so there's no longer popcorn and Twizzlers at the movies. They're, they're taking tea to the movies with them. Filling the bathtub with tea now. Where are we going with this thing? I don't know. I'm back to eating Smarties, man. Screw all y'all. This is it's like deer. This is just a darker face. <laughs> but no, but that was that was an amazing fish. fish. Yeah, it was and that was fish. and that look. I'm pretty sure That's I know right. where that spot so, is. So, so John, stop in here at the Wolfer Store. Pick up your maps. Uh, yeah, your 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 maps bait, and that's sponsored by Roy Bradshaw's Body Shop. All right, and then um, we got our tournaments coming up. That's it. So uh, we got our snakehead club. You can sign. Oh, hold on! Before we go any further, let me make a major announcement. Okay, a lot of folks major are calling me. Uh, this is pretty major because it's probably why we need not getting as many kids. So, if you sign up for our tournament through Fishing Chaos, yes, the, the uh, and and the, it, there is a glitch on it right now. For some reason, I'm not. I'm trying to figure this out right now. Um, when when the as everybody knows, the kids division is free. Uh, for for the Snakehead Championship Series, but right now there's a glitch for some reason. It's trying to make you buy a, a ticket to to for the rest of the tournament as well before you sign up a kid. I'm trying to work that out right now. If we don't get that fixed before the tournament, just take your kid fishing and and just pre, uh, and just bring your your kids fish to the store, and we'll still wait and we'll handle that manually outside of the. They don't app, have so. to be here for the for the for the captains. No, no, no. You've got kids and you're going fishing. You know, take them out there, let them catch their fish. Just bring them into the weigh in. No need to register. Right. So, or maybe we could do here too, Eddie, is put a sheet down there. That way local people can at least sign up so we know what we may have for kids. Maybe something like that. Or if people that are visiting from out of town on the weekends can maybe drop their name on there while they're here at the store picking up their cheesesteak sub or some fish and lures. 
Um, I'll look into it and see okay. because uh, the only thing, my only concern I have with that is is for people who aren't local. So, um, and, and and they still want their kids to fish. So maybe maybe we could send them send you an email. Yeah, they could send yeah, us, that, they, there you go. Yeah, they could send us an email or they could leave a comment on. Yeah, just tell, just send an email. Just send yeah. an email to Eddie at BlackwatersEdge.com and I'll take care of the registration manually. Okay. So just send it to Eddie E D D I E at BlackwatersEdge.com. Um, and say your and give me your kid's name, and I'll take care of the registration manually on my end. Because if we don't get the glitch, we, well, we want the kids here. Absolutely. I mean, we got we got people that donated lots of prizes for the kids yep. that we're not giving away. So th- this next tournament is going to be a double up of prizes. Right. So we're going to give away what we had for the first tournament that we didn't well, get we, to give we away. We had kids register for the first tournament, and then the weather just got so it was so yeah. bad we didn't. The kids yeah. ended up not fishing. And this year, Kaz too old to qualify. What do you mean? I'm st- <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa! I thought we were on episode yeah, sixty three. Yeah. 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 I thought you said I qualified to episode 65. No, yeah. it was 61. 62. Uh, you guys are always changing stuff on me, man. <laughs> <laughs> Not toys for you. <laughs> That's right. I got Smarties, pretzels, and the, and the fountain drink. I'm good to go. So Dave, what else? Dave, got any one more? And you let me one more. We'll be here all night. That's all right. I'm ready, bro. It's 104. I'll give you two seconds. Go. All right, All right we're that's it. <laughs> Good. Hey, straight edge construction and Acme ceramic tile. Uh, Brian Sheets and Danny Wynn in Salisbury. We talked about these guys before. They spearheaded building reef falls in the Lower Eastern Shore all winter long, and we're getting ready. You know, Bramble Construction's been letting us store some material at one of their yards. We're getting ready to load uh, all this material and reef falls onto a barge the week of June 20th build a brand new reef at Jane's Island reef site, which is just south of Jane's Island State Park, uh, southeast of, uh, or southwest of Crisfield. Um, so it's a little bit closer to town than the Curtis Johns Reef, which is a big triangle-shaped one. We're going to enhance this little shallower water with a bunch of reef falls built by local volunteers and stand by for some more stuff happening in mid-bay. We're trying to line up some stuff upper bay as well. We're about to get really get at it, uh, building some reef falls this fall. So just keep an eye out, folks. And uh, the, the Maryland Artificial Reef Initiative is something that CCA is directly connected to. We manage the money in it without taking a dime off the top at all. All we do is manage the money for the state. And I want to work with any fishing groups, fishing clubs, if they have questions about habitat, give me a call because we're doing it. And we want people involved to help us out as well. We want to fulfill your vision in your local waters. So let's work together. And if anybody would be thinking about putting any kind of tournaments elsewhere, you know, you can always reach out to Dave, too, and I'm sure that he can help you with some kind of support over there on the west side for anything that you may need. I know that you've talked to Roy Boyd. I know you've talked to Leroy. I know we're talking to some folks over there, and we're getting some things in place, so that's really, really good. Um, I'm here to help, and I, I'm only one man, but just keep pushing, people. I'll get right back to you as soon as I can, and we'll get as much done as possible and, together. And, and like we've told you, if there's anything we can do on our side for support, you know that we're here, and we're just a call away. Just let us know what we can do. Absolutely. I'm looking forward to seeing you guys uh, tomorrow night, or no, Saturday night. Saturday, Saturday morning. Yep. yep, Saturday. So Saturday we have the mentor. First cast. Yep, first cast program that we're beginning with Blackwater National Wildlife Refuge, yep. and this should be a lot of fun. A lot you know? of fun, for sure. If you didn't get a chance to register your kid for the... It's not, me- not good kids. Or, or, I'm uh, sorry, if you didn't get... How a, many times do we have to smack because you Because I just keep thinking mentor, one. mentee, kids, that's all. So, um, <laughs> you know, if you didn't get a chance to register for this one, pay attention for the next one, well, and it's we'll made, it's made It's made for people who have never, <clears> have never been fishing before and always right. wanted to learn, never had the opportunity to go fishing. Right. And so we, we've... Gathered a group of mentors, which Dave is actually one of the mentors at, at the uh, First Cast program. And they're going to be helping people who have never been fishing before to learn how to fish. And and not just for snakeheads, just, I mean, just fishing in general. I think it's a few people that have limited fishing right, experience. Yeah. Lim- limited to none, yeah. 
Yep, absolutely. Oh. So, yeah, that's going to be a great event. Uh, it's Saturday and Sunday. Is, is it time cut off for applying? Yes. Yeah, so so yeah. the applications already been sorted. I was just talking to Marsha about it the other day. They, they've got all the applications they want. We have, uh, I think we have ten? nine, ten, ten mentors. Ten today, she said. Um, so we got, yeah, we've got ten mentors all together. Um, I can't remember how many mentees it is. Oh, it's ten mentees, yeah. so it's one. Okay, one per, per one yeah. per mentor. Yeah. Perfect. Um, but yeah, that'll be this weekend, and, and that's uh, that's gonna be fantastic. I think it's gonna. Be, I think a lot more uh, parks and refuges across the entire country can in, implement programs like that. I see. Be, I, I see that yeah. coming. I believe this is a spearhead I think for a so nationwide too. movement. I think you know, it's be a and, and that's awesome. You know? So, but yeah, we've got that this weekend, and, and like Kaz yeah. said earlier, we're moving our podcast to Tuesdays from here on out. Um, and then Wednesday, you guys are going to North Bay. Yep. Uh, Wednesday night is the fishing club meeting. Yep. Um, I've got to check with uh, with Jason about our the uh, hats and stickers for the club meeting. Okay. So I just remembered that about that. I've never never reached out to him. I'll do that this week to make sure they're ready. Um, and then so that's Wednesday, and then uh, Saturday is our tournament. So it's it's a busy busy <laughs> busy, week. busy week and a half. It's been busy. I'll be cutting grass Thursday and Friday. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, man, so, it's been busy for two weeks. Yeah, I can tell you that we got a lot coming up here in the next week and a half. So, mm. but remember, guys, you got uh, uh, what is it? Just just over a week now. It's a week tomorrow left to sign up for the tournament. Uh, it's fifty dollars to enter, and each cow cutter is ten dollars each. Um, sign up on well, the links in the description of the video below. So get on it, guys, if you want to fish in the tournament next weekend. We got Kaz. Well, I think it's time to say I do to everybody. Until oh, I got to announce the winners oh. of the giveaways oh, real yeah, quick. Um, the shirts: Justin Sellers, Michael Dunlap. Kapow! You guys are the winners of the shirts. Uh, the koozies: Justin Erring. Kapow! Zoom Horny Toads: T.J. Henson. Kapow! Snakehead Destroyer Swim Baits: Paul Barriger. Kapow! And the Hyperlastics go to Cameron Caldwell. Kapow! And they will be available at the register here at the Wolford store for you guys to pick up. This was a very good show. It always is. Um, before I go, I just want to, I'm going to drop a little teaser here. Not sure if anybody knows, but we have another Snakehead Symposium on the horizons. I don't know if it's, it's if it's, it's from what my understanding of the way I got it, it, it was not going to be quite the same as the last one, so. From what I understand, everybody's going to get together. We're going to talk about what we're seeing and where everybody stands. So as we get more info on this, we will certainly allow that because I know a lot of people want to know where all these biologists stand from around the world, from around, the, you know, up and down the East Coast. Uh, the other thing that I want to talk about is we will be doing some studying up the Upper Bay with, with Josh, uh, U.S. Fish and Wildlife. We talked to him about that, Gary. Um, so we're going to be surveying the flats. We're going to be surveying the Bush River. We're going to be surveying a bunch of grassy areas. And we're going to be looking at your young bass. We're going to be looking at your young rockfish. We're going to be looking at your young perch. We're going to see what's really going on in these grass beds and how rooted in these grass beds these snakeheads are. And that's something we've been asking ourselves for a, a pretty good half. bit here yeah, for a year and a half. Almost two years now. You know, these grass beds that run along the both shorelines on each side, we're going to get in there and we're going to get dirty, I can tell you that. So uh, stay tuned for that. We'll keep you posted on what we got going on with that. we got a lot of stuff that's getting ready to be released here yep. real soon. Uh, so we're anxious to get some of that out to you here in the public. And, um, you know, we're grateful for everybody that Absolutely. supports us. You know, and with that being said, um, this weekend it's looking like the weather's going to be a little nicer, yep. not quite as humid, and it'll probably be a good weekend to eat some crabs. Before you get any crabs, I just want to say one thing. Dave, thank you all. Thank you for coming on, man. Yes, sir. Always, always great having yeah, you Well, on, I was going to have him sing with me. That's all. No, nah, nobody wants to sing with you. Dude, everybody. Mike Iconelli wants to sing with me. I'm telling you. Well, he'll be the first one. <laughs> what do you think, Dave? <laughs> yeah, give, give us your one more, Dave. What do you think? Do you think Mike wants to sing with Cass? 
I, I'm speechless. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, look, folks, if you need crabs this weekend, come on out to the crab stand. We got a location in Abington, Maryland. We got a location up at the Maryland line off of 83. Look, the crabs are looking great. They're big. They're heavy. They're full. Uh, you will not find me mixing four-day-old crabs with other from other countries to make the cut here in Maryland. When I say we're selling Maryland crabs, that's all we're selling is Maryland crabs. If we can't get Maryland crabs, then I just won't open the door. It's that simple. So um, we're going to give away some crabs here. So um, here we go. Lori Snyder Jennings. I'm going to give you two dozen mixed Maryland crabs. Kapow! <laughs> Barbie Paris, I'm going to give you two Kapow! dozen mixed Maryland crabs. And Renee Miller, I'm going to give you two dozen mixed Maryland crabs. You can pick them up this weekend at either location. Just let us know when you're in the way so we can have them ready for you. With that, uh, here's the rundown on the menu this weekend. Crab meat, soft crabs, hard crabs, scallops, uh, probably maybe some shrimp. Probably going to have some fish in the menu, but you're definitely going to have this, a little crabby jingle. So... My crabs, they have three first names. Look at Gary over there smiling. They're heavy, full, and fat. My crabs, they have a fourth name. Come on, Gary. What are they? Absolutely mustard pack. Oh, my God. I think I'm going to pee my pants. If you ask me where they're from, they're 100% guaranteed Maryland number ones. At the crab stand, here's a fact I know for sure you're coming back. Say it, Eddie. Say it, Eddie. Say it, Eddie. Kapow! 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 That didn't sound like Eddie, but I'll take it. Y'all have a great day. Kapow! Kapow! Kapow!